What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Breeze Nation, what is good? It's your boy Pat the Designer back at it again. Appreciate y'all for tuning in and rocking with us for another edition of the Windy City Breeze Sports Talk Daily. Hit that like button, subscribe to the page, man, because we have a ton of content to get into on today's episode. Got to give you guys an update on what's happening with rookie right tackle Darnell Wright. A little bit of a concern today coming out of practice, so we'll talk about that. Also going to look at where the update is on Tevin Jenkins going from being day-to-day to week-to-week. What does that realistically mean? We'll look at some history on the topic when it comes to that. And then, listen, uh, finishing things off, we got to switch gears to a little bit of NBA because I love I love the fact that Lonzo Ball is telling Muggs, if you're not coming to the source, you don't got the right answers. All that and more in today's episode of the Windy City Breeze Sports Talk Daily. Hit that like button. Subscribe to the page. We do talk Chicago sports daily on this channel. It's the only channel. Talk Chicago sports. How Chicago talk. So make sure that you get in tune with us, man. Appreciate y'all for showing love, man. Y'all have been showing so much support to The Daily Show, man. I mean, like, we've done already over 60,000 downloads on the podcast alone. So it really feels good to be able to get in here and vibe with you guys again on a daily aspect of the show. Let's jump into uh, the number one concern right now. And I think the number one thing that uh, most Bears fans are looking at right now as, as a concern is... The news on Darnell Wright, Darnell Wright, apparently something going on with the ankle, right? Something happening with his ankle. Don't It was in 11 on 11s, ends up, you know, whether it was rolled or he got stepped on somewhere in there, ends up dealing with an ankle issue. Talked with Courtney Cronin on the Chicago Bears podcast about it. She uh, and asked her, right, and she she was the one who, who saw it initially and reported on it initially. And she said that basically he went limping off. She thought it was cramps at first uh, because it was kind of a hurry-up portion of the drill. So he's limping off the sideline, gets to the sideline, lays on the ground, and the trainers immediately come over and wrap up the ankle, trying to keep that tension and that pressure there. And it just adds to a litany of issues that this Bears team has had, right? It just adds to, you know, speaking again to a Chicago Bears team that is dealing with ankle injuries, ankle issues, back injuries, leg issues, all of these things, right, on the offensive line alone. And there's a lot of swapping in and out that's going to have to happen in this situation. I think that's the part that sucks. Shout out to everybody who's in here already. Dantavius in the building, Malik in the building, Dimitri in the building, Steve-O in the chat. Steve-O was good, man. Said Deacon Pat. Yeah, you know, I had to come a little, had to come a little classy today. Got a lot, got a lot of running around to do here, but, uh, you know, that's not going to stop us from putting out this fire content. But to me, right, like you're you're in a situation where you're probably heading towards going into the season with Tevin Jenkins going to be on IR, 
Uh, if Tevin Jenkins, you have to take him past the 53. He's going to, of course, make the final cuts, right? Gets into the season. You put Tevin Jenkins on IR. He's probably going to have to miss a minimum of four games. He has to miss a minimum of four games. He's going to be on IR. We'll see kind of what this injury issue ends up being. Um, but the second that you go through that process, right, now your question is, what is the long-term answer? Because you got to swap guys around. If you get a line in there that works, it's 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 one of those things there. Are you going to adjust it? Are you going to move it around? Of course, Tevin Jenkins, one of your best offensive linemen in that building and, and the guy that you that probably most of us most want on the field, if anything, right? But it seems like the Bears are going with a couple of different options here to try and switch things around. Uh, the number one thing that, that we've been talking about and that I talked with Courtney about on the show is the fact that you've got Darnell Wright dealing with the injury. You've got Tevin Jenkins and, and the Darnell Wright injury, right? It, it doesn't have to be serious. It, I think it's something where you probably won't see him play in Buffalo. If there's any concern that it could be something that could swell up again. But for the most part, right? I think that this is just, you know, something tweaked with the ankle. They just did a wrap. He didn't leave practice. He stayed on the sidelines. We'll kind of see what the rest of the week brings for him. I think they're going to safe play all of this to me, safe playing all of this, especially with the injury to Jenkins already and what that could be long-term. But I think now, right, we've heard about Cody Whitehair being able to go out there and play the guard position. He's got, he was a, 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 um, a guy who last season is your starting left guard He's not going to be able to snap the football anyway. You feel better about the fact that you're still going to be able to utilize him on the field. If there's any positives out of today's episode at all, you feel better that you're going to be able to still utilize uh, 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 um, Cody Whitehair. I'm getting all my offensive linemen mixed up here. You know what I mean? That you're going to be able to utilize Cody Whitehair out here still moving into this season, even with that hand clubbed up. They did have it wrapped up. You feel good about the fact that he's you know, still out there practicing with that thing on it as well, because if it was something that was a long-term issue, if it was something that they felt could affect him down even further, you're not going to see them having him out there practice right now, right? Like, I think that's one thing to take away. And the other thing for me is, right, you're still able, like I said, you're still able to utilize him over there. So now you're going to have him slide into your left guard position. Seems like Lucas Patrick is kind of, you know, dealing with whatever. He was dealing with some soft tissue stuff, but he could be heading back in this weird, bizarro world way to being our starting center, what he was supposed to be when he join the team what he was supposed to be when he got on the team so we could be heading back towards a situation where you got lucas patrick back as your starting center now you're going to have cody Whitehair as your left guard with that club on his hand the right side of the line is a huge question mark still i mean i i don't know what nate davis is or isn't uh in there and probably when the games come around he's going to be able to play as the pettiest man alive joins the show mr p kid what's good my boy up, oh, can't hear a word you're saying. Hold on. Is that is that is that you or is that me? Hold on now. Say something. I think that's you. I think that's you. I think it's kid. Kid coming in the show, not only late, but silent. I guess if you're gonna come into someplace late, you don't want to be the loudest person in the room. I will say that. <laughs> can't hear a word he said. But uh no, I just I think realistically right now, when you look at what the offensive line is dealing with, when you look at the offensive line issues that the Bears have, especially on that right side, what's going on with Nate Davis? There isn't an answer. I like how Broski Bear said this, right? Pat's going to be playing right tackle soon. That's kind of how it feels. 
just the 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 amount of offensive line issues that this team has it it seems like there's going to be some troubles there just like just like what's 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 going on there uh, uh, you you good i heard something click on there yeah well uh, yeah you do have to put on uh power to uh to to be a part of the show yes that's not what happened but <laughs> it's not what happened Kid, what's good with you, my boy? Hey, for the last 10 minutes, this is what I've been like. Why can't this read anything? <laughs> like, I've been trying to figure it out. And I'm like, normally I have an extra couple minutes for this part, but like, uh, it just wants to be uh, a pain in the butt now. Boy, don't you look like you about to go to church. I like that suit. Hey, that, like, somebody's like got to serve like God. Like Might that. as well be me. You know what I'm saying? A whole nother look for you, Sweet my man. King Martin. My bad. Uh, but no. Uh, well. no. Look at that. <laughs> You probably got a red Bible somewhere in your background, don't hey, you? Hey, burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, listen, this is one of those things where just jumping right into it. Hey, speaking of praying, uh, the offensive line. We need the to offensive pray for line, that. man. Listen, I'm praying for Justin. How about that? Because uh, at this point, who's going to who's gonna be there? Uh, <laughs> no, seriously, though, this is one of those things where I think we just talked about this yesterday. You know, you didn't want any more injuries. You didn't want anyone else to, 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 you know, unfortunately not be available. And now here we are. And so, again, can we string it together? This is one of those things where we've had good defenses, lingering offenses. Now we got all the tools we think we have. Can they stay healthy? It's like, just can we get a couple games? Just It would be nice to just start off the season. Just give me six games. I'm like, man, we look good. Like, yeah. I, would, I would take a Chicago Bulls start to this season even if it meant Tevin Jenkins never comes back in Alonzo Ball fashion. Like, I would have taken that because at least I could say, you remember those first seven games? Like, I would have well, I mean, liked that. I'm just joking at this point. Here's, here's the concerning part for me, right, is now you're moving guys around. When guys come back, where are they going to be placed, right? Like yeah, like I said, Cody Whitehair is probably going to go to guard with the hand wrap. Lucas Patrick is sliding in its center. Alex Leatherwood basically becomes your swing tackle. You've got all three mm -hmm, of those things mm -hmm. combining. What happens when Tevin Jenkins come back? Yeah, you're able to just put people back in the right place. But now you built up three to four weeks of – uh, cohesion with this unit, hopefully with some wins that end up taking place there. Like you, you, and this is the part where you, I'll say this, you're going to get to see what Matt Eberflus is made of being the head coach of this team. You're going to get to see what Matt Facts. Eberflus can do as the head coach of this team, because Facts. there's going to be a lot of in and out of this lineup. There's going to be a lot of changes, a lot of ups and downs that are going to happen with this lineup. And you still have to, at the end of the day, you still have to protect Justin Fields, and that's something else we want to get into. By the way, hit that like button. Subscribe to the page, man. Over 50% of y'all not subscribed watching the channel. That's crazy. 50%. I mean, 50% of y'all just like enjoy looking at us. Like, that's like, think about it like that. But I mean, at the end of that's, the day, that's a weird way to frame it. <laughs> I'm trying to make it weird so that they hit the subscribe button. And now that. it's like, I not only do I enjoy just looking at you, but now I'm subscribed to just looking at you. Yeah. Okay, all right. That's a weird way to put that too. Uh, moving on to the next topic. Uh, Jesus, Not, I mean, uh, realistically, right? Here's the real question with all of this, with all the offensive line concerns. Like I said, I don't know how long Darnell Wrights is going to be. The fact that we've got mm -hmm. Tevin Jenkins now week to week from Coach Eberflus. Remember, last year Lucas Patrick was day to day to day to day to day to day, and then he had hand surgery and was missing the season. Remember this, y'all. So the fact that Tevin Jenkins is week to week, <laughs> you trying to say it's even worse. Bro, it's, we got like to be day this week funeral, to week. bro. We buy, we got to be getting ready to plan my man's funeral. 
Because there's no way that he's in a good space if already we're saying Tevin Jenkins is week to week. You know you're going to see these people eventually, right? What 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 listen what, is he, he going to hey, be is he's he going to play this man's funeral like I should clip that up and be like hey remember you said this about you is, like is, is he, he going to be, be mad at me that he's not in there like don't be upset at the guy that's just talking about you not being in there like it's it's it, and it's not listen I want to see Tevin out there he's the best we got like legitimately yeah. unless Darnell Wright turns into an absolute dog on that right side he's the best offensive lineman we got but coach Flus has been so tight knit on not letting anything out not telling you anything about we have 37 people on the injury report last week and everybody's day to day you the one guy week to week like <laughs> you know what i mean so it's like the oh, fact man. that we now know tevin is week to week that tells you that there's a massive shift coming with this line with that shift coming with this line i said shift uh you have to ask yourself do you want to see the Chicago Bears playing Justin Fields in this game versus the Buffalo Bills. Yes, you have to protect him from injury, but you have an entirely new offensive line basically standing in front of him, and they have no cohesion together. Do you want to go into Green Bay with no work with that team? I think that's why you, you he has to play. Excuse me. I think that's ultimately what it is. Uh, and this is why not playing him early on. I always find it weird how coaches do preseason because it's like, at what point do you really start to get those real game reps? I know they play uh, and you have camp and stuff like that. But again, that's just your team. That's that's offense versus defense. You're really not playing a different team. Right. I know the practices are a little different, but like real game reps is different. Yeah. And so now we're we're rolling into a situation, like you said, offensive line is going to be a little different. Everyone is saying we have to win week one. Week one, if we lose week one, it is a it is a huge black eye pretty much rolling to the rest of the season to start yeah. off losing week one against the Green Bay Packers. Right now, I felt y'all have heard my opinions on that. I don't think it carries as much weight just yet. But now, like you got to look at it. If the narrative that the most of the city is going by at this point is true, when do you get these guys some in sync? Is it going to happen all in practice? Is that your only opportunity? Because then it's like, hey, not not really. Because Green Bay is playing their guys. Green, yeah. play, Green Bay is, is from what Jordan I believe, loves getting they're, going work. Play, they're going to play their guys the first half. Yeah, Jordan Love's getting work. So if you if this whole thing is about seeing how Jordan Love matches up with uh, against uh Justin Fields, is he has to you have to get him some game reps. He has to he has to get in motion, and you have to see what this line is going to do to protect him. And there's no better opponent to do it against the uh, the the Buffalo Bills. I mean, their defense is still highly rated. So yeah, you I, I he has to play at least a half. Has to play at least a half. But it's right. You still have to ask yourself like you don't. I don't want to go in right like. I don't want to go into week one and say, listen, Doug Kramer's our starting center and, you know, we got Lucas Patrick at left guard just hoping for the best. You still got your bookend on one side and, and uh, Braxton Jones, but on the right side, right? Like, is Darnell Wright going to be good to go? I, I don't think that his injury is super serious right now, but is he going to be good to go? Is he going to be ready to go out there and make plays week one? You know, like, I, I just... You know, yeah, also, you also have to take into account, right? Like, 
if Justin Fields gets hurt in a meaningless game, you're almost guaranteeing somebody's getting fired. <laughs> like, like that's that's realistically what also is going to come with it. If you play Justin Fields for a half and he gets rolled up on and he misses the season because of something crazy in a preseason game versus Buffalo where they're playing a twos and threes. The, the, the phrase is damned if you do, damned if you don't. It really right? is. And so at that point, I hope that's appropriate. Um, but that's so. the phrase. Like, so. anyway, but it, at this point, it's like you have to really look at it. I take you back. I, I take you back to another. So it's not so personal. Uh, y'all remember when the Cincinnati uh, Bengals paid all them offensive linemen and they Last didn't season. none of the preseason. Yeah. And then we saw for the first couple games like, hey, man, Joey B still getting hit. Yeah. And everybody was like, oh, that's because they ain't got no continuity. Because why? They didn't play preseason. Yeah. Like, that's pretty much what this is. Preseason is, I know it's just preseason, but this is where you get in sync. And I know there's some athletes out there that are going to sit there and say, we don't know what we're talking about, but take well, time to show us. I mean, it's, see, here's the tough part, right? Even Lance Briggs and Jason McKee both said this, right? They said you get more from the joint practice than you get from a preseason game because in joint practice, you get to keep going, keep playing mm -hmm. against the ones and mm -hmm. twos, right? realistically, we saw what we wanted to see in that second day of joint practice from the first-team offense and the offensive line, and Tevin Jenkins was a part of that. That's why this is all concerning, right? Uh, I believe Nate Davis was in there as well, right? You mm -hmm. saw your first-team mm -hmm. offense go at it, and so it's it's why you feel okay not playing them. I also think with a lot of the injuries that have come up, if we were heading into the season or if this was week five, week six, or even week one versus the Packers, right? I think that list is going to get condensed really fast, right? It's going to be 37 dudes missed this game, all dealing with day-to-day -day soft tissue injuries. And then by the time we get into the season, right, it's going to be Tevin Jenkins, Maybe you got somebody on the defensive line, different things like that. But realistically, you're not going to see that long list of names that we saw because guys play through injuries when the season matters, when the games matter, when the weeks matter. And so for me, my biggest concern right now, and hit that like button if you agree, is if I put Justin Fields out there versus the Buffalo Bills to see what this new offensive line looks like. If that offensive line is bad, I can see that in practice. I can see that before we get to this preseason game. I don't need to see, realistically, what the Bears are going to run, three drives, and then go, oh, this is terrible in a real game, right? Like, they're, they're not going to play Justin for a half. They, that's just, that's not the philosophy that they go with. They didn't even, I don't even think they played Justin for a half last season in a game, in but a preseason I, game. I think even that's a mistake. I mean, at this point, I get that this is our franchise quarterback and stuff like that, but we hope. there was a time where you had to literally earn that title. We just gave it. You earn. You have to earn that at some point. And so right now, it's like, yo, like I, I hear what I hear what we're saying. Justin got to play. Justin ain't earned. Oh, I'm a sit. <laughs> right, in my opinion. Now y'all correct me if I'm wrong, but well, at a certain think, point, you have just to earn that joint. It depends on the coach's philosophy, right? Listen, uh, uh, Bill Belichick threw Tom Brady out there every game. If we basing it off of that, nobody's earned the right. Because <laughs> ain't nobody in the NFL as a quarterback accomplished as much as Tom Brady. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if, if you're going to base it off of that, nobody's earned the right. Like, like every coach could go and be like, you Brady? Did you, did you, did you hey, Brady well, listen, something this week? If Josh Allen don't play, I can see why Josh Allen don't play. Patrick Mahomes don't play. See why he don't play. 
Aaron Rodgers. You said we're naming people who like there's no question as to what their ability is. Yeah, I can see that, right? We still got question marks. You gotta play, you gotta do something, you gotta get in sync. Because again, would y'all rather they they go out there and and if this is a catch 22, we know what it is, but would yeah. you rather roll into week one looking trash? Against no, but Packers. I would I, I would say, right, like the one thing that also goes into that Bengals situation is kind of what we've seen here in Chicago with our starters is, you know, there was a lot of guys that were banged up. They weren't risking them in the games. I'm not going to put you in these games. I'm not going to play these guys in this game because, you know, they're dealing with little soft tissue things and different things like that. When they got into the season, they had no continuity because none of them were ever there during practice. At least on the Bears side of things, right, Lucas Patrick has been a part of this offensive line in practice. Mm -hmm. uh, Tevin Jenkins, even though he's going to miss considerable time, has been a part of this line in practice. Braxton Jones and Darnell Wright have been there the entire time. Nate Davis is my biggest fear, right? Tevin Jenkins is basically just going back to where he was. Like, literally, he's just like, oh, I'm, I guess I'm just back over here. Like, What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Do you have that one piece of clothing you keep going back to, no matter how full your closet is? Having a versatile, high-quality favorite feels great but having a whole closet of them feels even better. American Giant puts the quality, durability, and comfort they're famous for into everything, from t-shirts and jeans to sweatshirts and jackets, and of course, their legendary best hoodie ever. So you can fill your wardrobe with the pieces that will get you through your spring days. Like the lightweight joggers and pullovers in the French Terry collection, or the rich and polished premium slub crew tee. Whether you're dressing for work, the gym, or happy hour, American Giant makes something that's sure to be your next closet go-to. And it's all made in America and designed to last a lifetime. Find a closet staple for every part of your day at American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com. Promo code staple two zero. I was last season, not granted. I don't love Tevin Jenkins at left guard, but at least we got somebody that's a veteran that's competent out there that's going to be at left guard next to Braxton Jones. It's not just leaving Braxton Jones on an island. You're probably throwing Mercedes Lewis out there to help him there and the right side. You, Mercedes Lewis is going to get more snaps this season than he probably got all last year because they're going to be like, all right, go help him over there. Yep, if you can help him over there as well. Hey, can we can we clone you and just do double duty over here? Go match protect? That'd be great. But uh, <laughs> but I just, I just, I foresee, I, I get the Bengals analogy of it, but those guys never had a full-on opportunity to build continuity. That's I think fair. that most of the names on this line have Outside of the dude that we paid thirty million dollars to show up here, I mean, <laughs> interesting, interesting thing, right? Very there. interesting. Is that is that going to be Ryan Poe's first mishap? No, I mean his first signing was a miss, miss kind of, right? Like, uh, who was our boy that he signed and he ended up having that he failed the physical? Um, uh, uh, y'all know who I'm talking about. Let me know in the comments. Oh, well, he could have still extended that contract to him. Pace would have done. Larry Ogunjobi. Larry <laughs> yeah. Ogunjobi, right? Something like that. I think yeah, that yeah. was. I think that was his name, Larry Ogunjobi. Um, but it was the first contract he signed. First contract he ever signed. First player he ever signed. Didn't work out. Hey, he he can't play here because 
<laughs> well, that was a good move by him because he could have still extended the contract. It was a good move to take the contract away. Ryan yeah. Pace would have nah, been like, hey, go, man, we don't care about your that. body. Keep it going, man. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna charge that for him. I think he that was a good business. I, it was a hard move, though. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, because I think we all were sitting there talking about how good he would have been. But at the end of the His day, first I, year was crazy because remember, we want to sign old boy from the Bills, too. We signed him and then Buffalo ended up matching his contract. So you yeah. didn't get the offensive line help there. But his first yeah. year was just he, like, hey, I tried. He's trying I to put in God, work. I tried. Yeah. Hey, hey, what was who was that? Was that Lou Williams? And uh, and who, who did that after they end up losing in the playoff game to LeBron? He was like, hey, hey we tried. Oh no, that was a uh, that's Kevin Durant. That was a uh, Lou Williams versus and, uh, KD. Patrick Beverly. Versus... <laughs> he's like, he's like, I swear we I tried. Like, tried. <laughs> we put our hand up. <laughs> yeah, we double teamed him. We triple teamed him. Um, we, we talked about it. <laughs> yeah, you know the the whole thing is I know that this is uh, you know we don't want to drill on this too long, but at the end of the day, I look at it as we got a rivalry game coming up week one. Yeah. I yeah, don't think the Bills game. care so much as far as the preseason is concerned. Mind you, they have people to protect themselves, right? So, like, each team is 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 you're looking at that. It's still preseason for both teams. They ain't like the Bills are like, go just get Justin. Like, no, nah, like, they got yeah, people yeah. they want to protect as well. So, like, I look at it as the best opportunity to see, you know, let that line really get a feel for where Justin's going to be, how Justin operates and stuff like that against real pressure and things of that nature. Uh, and it'd be good for us to see as well, so that we'd actually have some hope rolling into it. Green, like if you're worried about getting hurt, like he can get hurt in Green Bay. Like, whoa, it's football. Whoa. Like you're gonna get hurt. You see the White Sox lose. Whoa! And this show just pivoted. Whoa! We got breaking news, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Go ahead, put the sound up. Because there you go. Whoa! The Chicago White Sox have announced that Kenny Williams, executive vice president, and Rick Hahn, senior vice president, GM, have been relieved of their responsibilities effective immediately. The Chicago White Sox have cleaned house, ladies and gentlemen. Whoa! I never in a million years expected that to happen. Why? Bro, because Jerry don't fire. No, it's just Jerry. Ain't nobody above it. There's no one else there. It's just hey. Jerry. Jerry don't fire nobody. Kenny Williams has been here 20 years, kid. He's hey. been here 20 years. That's how much you know what I know about baseball. I'm like, why? But you know what I also think? Wow. You know what I also think? Wow. Business is, 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 people say copycat league copycat business what did the bears just do the bears forget the bears they doing what the bulls did two years ago i'm really? just saying but what did they all just do they all just rebuilt they, they, they just rebuilt the they yeah, doing yeah. some stuff right guess what them owners talk you don't think jerry know the mccaskies wow no i i'll say i'll tell you this right now i'll tell you that this is this was not our plan to get into this at all uh we're not gonna spend a ton of time on it but this is huge news here um, I said this yesterday on the Locked On Bulls. Don't be surprised if this is a setup where we only have one team in Chicago 
This could be a setup not to rebuild here in the city. Jerry's talking about wanting to get out of guaranteed rate field. There's a thought process that he might sell the team that we we don't go to games. Like we, we like if the games. White Sox move, I'm gonna tell y'all this right now. It's because of us. The Brewers might be leaving because people don't go to games. The Oakland Athletics are going to Vegas because people don't go to games. We don't go to games. I'm not going to sit out there and watch a bad baseball team. I'm not. We I'm not going to lie to games, you. Though. You said what? We go to them Cubs games. Though. Oh, y'all be lit at them Cubs games. Cubs hey, be down 15 to 6. Still one of the best experiences of my life. Okay, nobody's <laughs> I had a blast at a Cubs game. I didn't even know what the score was. I don't even care who we played. It was that lit. I'm telling you right now. It's, it's wow. Uh, I wouldn't. I'm. I'm telling y'all this right now. I hope that it's not the case. I hope that they're looking to try and rebuild this thing. I hope that they're looking to put a new front office in that's going to focus on actually winning. Do they I own hope that like, you said what? Do they own guarantee rate field? They, they own, own guarantee rate field. He owns it. He owns it. He want a new stadium. Oh, I about to say he might turn that to a football field. He man. want a new stadium, and he's gonna want the city to fund it. And you know what I say to that? Hey, bro, you ain't funded nothing for the, for this team. Why should we fund your stadium? If the if they if the city didn't fund the Chicago Bears and allow them, nah, to, that's very different, bro. That's I know it's different, different, but still, like if the city had this push and pull with the Chicago Bears, the White Sox ain't getting. It. The only hope that he has that the city is gonna fund it. Is that yeah? That's that's it exactly. <laughs> the White Sox are worth one point seven billion. The Bulls are worth five. <laughs> but the only hope that he has is that the city is going to fund it. Is that the city's already in fear? It's one guy worth seven billion, basically, is what you're telling. No, no, yes. for sure, but for sure, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sell but it and the, get out. The only hope that he has is that the city is going to fund it. Is if the Bears leave because they're not going to want to lose multiple teams. They're not going to want to lose two teams in a span of whatever it'll be, five, six years. Hey, I'm telling you right now, Soldier Field looked really good as a baseball field. It's not even shaped the right way. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Hey, they put that little spaceship on top of it. They figure it out. Oh, man. That's crazy, dog. That is crazy. I My mind is blown by that. So, um, so I got to ask you some questions as a follow-up because obviously this is, uh, if you all don't know, Pat has been a Sox fan since ever. Uh, I have not been a baseball fan since ever. I've only, I've only have, I only have two teams, and I cherry pick on both of them. Um, so now his history is pretty much being made. You see this guy pretty much most of your life as the VP and, and things of that nature. What would you like to most see happen? Of my life. <laughs> I think he's been All there my life. entire life. All your life, <laughs> bro. Like I'm not gonna lie. Um, what would what I like would you to like see? to see happen for the White Sox? Because again, we don't go to the games. The White Sox had a heck of a team that just kind of just fell apart. Uh, they're losing all their star players at this particular point, or the thought is that they're going to eventually lose them, right? That's been that's been percolating a lot. So now, what would you like to see in that regard? Again, this is just breaking news right now, uh, talking about the White Sox firing their VP and GM, just cleaning house right there. What would you like to see? And ultimately, is this a salvageable situation? Or just ultimately, like Jerry's like, all right, I'm out of the, I'm out of. The I game. would like to see the Chicago White Sox have a real commitment to trying to win. You want to know what I can't fault the Bulls for? The Bulls made the best of a situation when 
AK and Mark Eversley showed up. Wasn't nobody major going to come here because of the situation that we had come from. So guess what? You go out and you sign DeMar DeRozan. You go out and you sign Lonzo Ball. You go out and you sign Nikola v or trade for Nikola Vucevic. You have Zach Levine. You try to get the point guard depth, all of that in there. You want to know what they did at a minimum? They spent money. You re-signed Zach Levine. You made a commitment to, hey, we're going to try and be competitive no matter what. We're not just trying to coast by. We're going to try and win, and we're going to draft. Now, now, listen, the draft picks we can all have some fault with, right? Tyrese Halliburton would look real good right now Jesus. over Patrick Williams. But you want to know what irritates me the most about this Chicago White Sox team? We just signed a player to the highest contract we've ever signed somebody to in a White Sox jersey. And it was not. It still ain't 100 million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is baseball. They fart 100 mil. They fart so, 200 mil. This is my question to you. This is why, this is what just crossed my mind. Do you think that now, like, so let's say he is selling a White Sox, which I think he should. Let's say he does. Do you think that now he'll be a little more liberal, if that's the right word to use, with his money when it comes to the Bulls? Because uh, luxury tax and him don't go together. Well, I think we got we got clarity on the whole luxury tax conversation when um it, listen it, and and it speaks to it, right? We got clarity on the luxury tax conversation when AK lost his mind and <laughs> have no fear stat guys here. Shout out Jordan in the chat. You wanna know what's crazy? I never knew that was him until yesterday. I'm like, oh yeah. really? <laughs> I shouted I that man out was several times. I always just knew Nacho Libre in the picture. But no, uh <laughs> I think that this speaks to this team possibly being able to get into the right direction as far as how they spend their money, where they spend their money, how they go about it. The the White Sox operate like they've been in the 1950s, right? They they operate the same as they did in 1917. They operate the same as they did in 1990. We've seen every White Sox championship. I'm sorry. We've seen every White Sox playoff win in the last hundred years. We've seen every single White Sox playoff series win in the last hundred years. You we know saw what I, it all in one season. I was 11. You know, the funny thing is Chicago deserves better. And if this is a step in that particular direction, then good for Chicago. Um, the city is falling apart, as we all know. So the city, see the teams as they are and stuff like that. It's kind of weird, but it's it's good that we finally like New York doesn't have a problem spending money. Now, I know it's the Yankees. And I get that. But like when you talk about major metropolitan areas with big teams, storied teams, storied franchises, Chicago has three of the most storied franchises. We Yeah, we have three of the most storied franchises in sports history. Why are we only beholden by one? Why, 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 why did it take the Cubs? Because, because the, I know the, baseball is a much harder sport to win in. Don't well, get me I think wrong. The, the difference is the love of the team, the love of the sports in America has changed, right? Baseball was America's pastime. That's a fact. How much baseball you watched in the last 10 years? I'll be honest with you. This is the most baseball I've ever watched. Yep. Is that part, hey, hey, look, and partially because you got to do it for a job. <laughs> because I got to do it for that. You know I what I mean? I got to see what you, I got to see what, I, I have to actually know who Otani is. 
I and didn't that's, care who he was initially. And that's I what I'm saying. Know. That's what I'm saying. Like it's it's there's there's a the what people viewed as the best sport to watch changed. Football came on the scene. The Chicago Bulls are new. They're not new, uh, right? It, but the they're Bulls the newest. Are, no, they're not black. I mean, New Jersey and all of them. Like, there's a lot of newer teams that have come in. OKC, right? But I'm talking about Chicago, in Chicago. The Chicago Bulls. Oh yeah, they didn't know his team in Chicago, right? Like, Blackhawks were there before for the Bulls. The Bulls came around '66. Blackhawks were there before the Bulls. Yes. Okay. Bulls are the newest team in Chicago. Bulls Chicago are Fire. I, I didn't even, but, but yeah, like I said, uh, so the Bulls <laughs> newest team in Chicago. Uh, <laughs> and. It's it's one of those things where realistically, right, like the care for the Bulls was very high in the 90s because we had the greatest of all time. Baseball just fell out of favor, but that doesn't mean that you should just fall completely. Like the fact that the Cubs have had so many seasons where they aren't willing to spend money to me is an incentive where you should have been so willing to spend money just to say y'all are supposed to be the number one team in the city and y'all can't do nothing about it. I ain't gonna lie. My dad's a soccer fan. He roots for uh, uh, Manchester City. It's basically the same thing. Manchester City to Man United was basically the same thing as the Sox and the Cubs, right? Man United was the number one team for years. Big team. They had all the money. They had all the players, all of that, right? Mm -hmm. Man City got bought by some dudes in Saudi Arabia. Take that for what you will. Grain of salt, whatever. Uh, And all of a sudden, they was like, we got one goal. We going to throw so much money at these mugs that y'all not going to be able to not have us <laughs> to not have us as the best team out here and they did the white Sox highest paid player is andrew benintendi in history this man makes 75 mil over five what's him making tim is on a team friendly deal everyone the white Sox get are on team friendly deals you caught lightning in a bottle once it's time for a change and that's 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 really what it is. I I I can't believe they did it. That's all it is for me. I I'm in disbelief that they did it. Think about that. Seventy five mil, my boy. It's dudes out here talking about five hundred million dollar contracts. <laughs> I kid you not. Seventy five mil over five. I kid you not. What's going to end up happening with the game of baseball? They're going to allow outside investors. Those people are going to start buying teams, and then the game of sports is going to totally change. I think that's already happened. I want to say the owner of the Jaguars, who's also you know, I'm sorry, uh, (laughs) little little money where you be like, hey man, where'd that money come from? Stop asking questions. I bet. Uh, I think I think he owns he owns the Jaguars. I want to say he owns the Marlins too. He definitely owns a soccer team. You know what I mean? Like, so there's there's so much, there's so much that like it, there's so much change that could happen. I don't know if Jerry's gonna sell the team. I don't know if I don't know where this all ends up, but it's good to hear, man. It's good to hear. I didn't expect to end the show that way. I expected to end the show laughing literally at uh Lonzo at, Ball response. Lonzo Stephen Ball a. responding to Stephen A and also adding some insight. Yeah, his son does on AEW too. By the way, that's also yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, that, that, big money. Hey, I, I, I expected to end the show laughing at Lonzo Ball, but I mean, listen, that's 
That's huge news. I got to. Woo. Hey, hey listen, it's going to be a nice video when you get back. Uh, I'll hop on that video just to get educated because uh, I don't know. Uh, at this point, we, we, we're going to end the show on that one. Hey, just real quick, just run it down. What did you feel about Lonzo Ball and his response? I mean, I appreciate the fact that he showed us he could walk, but. Uh... One, one, one of two things, right? Well, he's responding to literally the he can't get up out of the chair without pain. I don't know if that hurt or not. I could put on a face through some pain if I'm trying to prove somebody wrong, right? I don't know if that hurt or not. The other thing that I will say is the beef that was created between ESPN and LeVar Ball cut the line of communication between a lot of those guys so I can see why Stephen A. Smith is going through sources. But I also like, guess guess what? Some sources got cut today. You're not going to make me look stupid after I didn't went on national TV and said this. Some sources got cut today. Hey, Stephen, they also looked bad against with the digs thing a couple of days ago, you know, the other day too. So is that Stephen, they losing his grip a little bit. I mean, let's it's not back act. to back for Stephen. A. That ain't yeah. happen. I don't know. I mean, it's go, you bound to happen. Listen, in his, listen in let's not profession. act like, let's not act like he hasn't had two takes in a show that we've been like, hmm. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> but listen, this is a lot of times, right? He's going based on what he's hearing. I also shoot him a little bit of grace on the fact that what he heard wasn't uh, uh, um, wasn't long or wasn't the right information based on what Lonzo Ball showed us. And not, to, but not to be a Debbie Downer. A lot of shaking at me. I will also say for him to be that mobile, but still be out for a whole season. Um, that that made me feel good. I'm not gonna lie. I saw him do that with him because for me, it's about him just being able to be a person now. Yeah, like Lonzo like Ball he, already. That family already had money. Now he may yeah. not have years in the NBA playing money anymore. Uh, if you think of it from that aspect, but like. It was already well off. We were talking about somebody who may not even be able to walk after that. Yeah, like, yeah, no, that, like, that's that work? What what dollar amount do you put on that? You can't put a dollar amount on that. Yeah, so. that's that's a whole different thing for me. So I'm I'm glad that uh, I'm glad to see that he can do that because that means that he should be able to run upstairs. That means he should be able to you know do basic things. Enjoy time with his kids. Enjoy and he, time. He does with have a kid, kids, right? Man. Yeah, I his think kid, he's got, him, if he has them or if he plans on having them, whatever the situation is. But hey, you all, we appreciate you all tuning in. It was going to be a quick show, as you see, my man Pat is suited and booty. You got to get up out of here. And uh, but tune in tomorrow. We will have a regular show, six o'clock, six to seven. Well. 6 6 30 for me uh and we'll go from there though but man till next time y'all stay safe out there chicago peace